0: this christian podcast is designed to help us walk a stronger christian life in today's troubled world this is god's amazing grace podcast with sean Welcome back once again to God's Amazing Grace. I'm your host, Sean. And on today's episode, I'm going to kind of go over and show you some of the things that's involved in coming up with an episode on your own. If, if you're doing everything on your own, coming up with an episode. And uh, that's me. I'm doing everything. I don't have anybody writing any. Material for me or anything like that. I'm just doing it all on my own, except for when I have guests that come on and help out with uh, answering questions. So, but um, before we get going into this episode, um, I'm gonna go back and do a trivia, and this time we're gonna do a trivia to win the book from Tyler D Smith called Searching for Seven. It's an excellent book. I highly recommend it. Um, all you got to do is answer the trivia question, go on to the web the website www.god god amazing a m a z i n g grace g r a ce.com, GodAmazingGrace.com, and uh, sign up for emails. And you can email, email me at God's Amazing Grace Podcast at outlook.com, or you can go on to our Twitter account at um, GodAmazingGrace5. That's, and then, uh, Instagram has got, well, it's one of the, uh, one of the others. It's God's Amazing Grace or, but anyway, just, just look us up and you can go in and, uh, I'm linked, our website is linked up to God's Amazing Grace podcast group to where you can go in and sign up and. And if you go in there and sign up, um, let me know there the answer to the trivia question. And here's the trivia question. it's It's a very simple trivia question. So I think most of you should get this. And it says, which book in the Bible did Jesus directly write? Let me repeat that one more time. Like I said, it's an easy answer. Which book in the Bible did Jesus directly write? And for all those correct answers, I am going to pick one. And I am going to let you know on the next podcast if you want who is the winner is. And um, then we're going to get your address and we're going to send you this book. But when you're on the website... Also, there's three lines on the top right corner of the website. Click on those and you'll see different categories. I believe there's um, write a review. Um, you'll see our store in there. Click on our store and see the merchandise that we do have. You know, maybe perhaps you want to buy yourself a mug and. In the mornings when you're drinking coffee, you can drink some coffee in, in a God's Amazing Grace mug and listen to God's Amazing Grace podcast. You know, that's one of the ways that we um, keep this, this podcast running is through your your generous donations. We are a, a, a viewership-ran podcast. And that's how we're supported. I mean, you could even go into there on the main page and run down and you'll see a link that says support God's Amazing Grace podcast and uh, click on it and you can see different ways to support it also. You know, whether it's 99 cents, a dollar or whatever, whatever you want to send, we will greatly accept that. And um, you could also, when you're not in the store... After you click on those lines, you can write a review of the podcast. You can, um, there's do dif- different things on there, but just remember when you go in there, check it out. Go in there and look at it. We're we're still building things. We're still on on our our way of making more more merchandise. It just takes a little bit of time, so you know, just bear with us. We'll get her going and hopefully you'll enjoy it any way you can. But it's www.godamazinggrace.com. Check us out and give us a shout out. But anyway, as I start to go into the episode, we're going to talk about, like I said, we're going to talk about a little bit about um, the planning that goes through these podcasts, you know, when I, when I began this podcast, I said, all I want to do is help people, help people through these, these troubled times. You know, you look into this world with this pandemic and stuff, how troubled this is, all these, these riots that are going on, you know, the, 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 the stuff with the election going, all I want to do is help people. And, you know, I, I, on um, one of the last um, podcasts, I played some of those, when we got back to the beginning, I played some of those messages that I got from people. And um, how it helped them. You know, and now... We go through this process of, I do it once a week. Some people do it every day, and others do do it once a month. So a little bit once a month would be a little bit easier than once a week, and once a week would be a little bit easier than every day. Of coming up with different programs, and you know, when we come up, especially Christian programs, we want to keep it God-based. I want to do what God wants me to do. I want to talk about what God wants me to talk about. And, uh... But, the, I think it was yesterday, or it might have been Friday. I can't remember which day it was. I sat there. As I was thinking about what... I've been, been going through the whole week. I was discussing with, I don't know if y'all remember, Ray. He was a guest on... Um, my life as a DACA child Ray's story that this is Ray and he wanted to come back on the podcast so we were kind of working on talking about suicide since during this pandemic the suicide rate has exploded and um, So we were going to talk about that and we were going to talk about, you know, ways of, I guess, trying to work through these things. we were going to give out numbers and, you know, information, which a lot of people should have and, and, and stuff. But, uh, I think God had different plans because Friday when I was at work, he called me up Friday morning and said that, uh he had to uh, call an ambulance to take his wife into the hospital. And um, I think he said it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. She was in terrible pain. And uh, he ended up calling her and said, "Um, I had to take her in. We don't know exactly what the doctors are still doing to us. We're waiting to do a a sonogram or something like that and, and uh, to find out what was going on and so he said I won't be in work and um, I said don't worry about it just take care of your wife and uh, and um, well, let, keep me informed and I said and then when you once you do take her home don't worry about coming on the podcast you know you take care of your wife you spoil her rotten and you're going to have to take care of your kids, too, because she's not going to be able to. So, anyway, like I said, God had something other else planned. You know, so then I thought about doing gifts of the Spirit. I mean, I even had Romans 12... Six through eight were example were where it gives examples of the gifts of the spirit of prophecy, serving, teaching, exhortation, giving, leadership, and mercy. You know, and the list go on, goes on, of course. And then 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10 it says words of wisdom, words of knowledge, you know, these are all gifts of the spirit. So I thought, hmm, that might be a good topic. And 1 Peter 4, 11, whoever speaks, whoever renders, those are also, about God, those are also gifts of the Spirit. So I thought that would be a good topic, but then for some odd reason, it just didn't feel right. So then I thought, hmm, how about? I don't mean, wife, we're talking about something, and jealousy came up. And, uh, you know, I looked at the scripture on jealousy. In Proverbs 14, verse 30 A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy or jealousy rots the bones. James 3:14 through 16. But if you have bitter envy or jealousy and selfish ambitions in your heart, don't brag and deny the truth. You know, so I, I started to get into the scriptures there and then I thought, nah, nah I don't think that's good. that's the topic because, you know, are those going to help people? I guess in a way they will help people. But helping people most, I think, is the call to salvation. But then I thought, hmm, maybe I'll just skip doing an episode. But I really couldn't because I've had prior commitments. I'm on the radio, as you all know, on... Um, EternityReadyRadio.com, six six p.m. to seven p.m. Thursday nights on um that Central Time, and uh, so I really couldn't, you know, get get not do an episode. So. when I talked about Ray's wife and his family, so just also remember to pray for them. You know, she, they still don't know what's wrong with her. But, um, pray for, you know, pray that the doctor's eyes will be open. If it's something serious, let the doctors, if it's just like passing some kidney stones or something like that, you know, just let that happen so that she will have no more pain and they will both be totally at peace and, you know, Give Ray some peace. And give Shay some peace. And um But just remember that, you know, wherever you are right now, just say a little prayer for them. They really need it. She she does suffer from other like headache cluster headaches and stuff like that, you know, and they can't figure those out either. So keep them in your prayers. But anyway, You know, as I sat there and and thought about it, and then I talked to the wife about it and stuff, I just couldn't figure anything out. And I told the wife, I says, I'm going to take the computer. I'm going to go outside and sit on the uh, deck and, you know, just think. And so I did. I went out there. I sat on the deck and I said, God, what do you want me to talk about? Nothing. Didn't hear a thing. Either I wasn't hearing it or he didn't say nothing. And I really didn't, I don't think he said anything. So, you know, I tried to start typing something out on the computer and still nothing. Couldn't think of a thing. You know, and finally I said after a while, come on, God, what do you want me to do? To talk about. What do you want me to tell people to help people? I even picked up the phone, searched the phone for topics. You know, Googled topics. Nothing. So then I took a break. I uh, I gotta check my multimedia stuff because I'm working on getting more followers and listeners. So I go on there, and I happen to check Facebook. And I got on Facebook, and the first thing I see was a friend of mine putting a picture of his brother on there. And, you know, you think how can you find a topic on Facebook but doesn't God work in mysterious ways even through good old evil Facebook God can open up eyes and ears and and give us a story this isn't a story story. This is a true story based on someone's life. And um, if you listened to my podcast last week, um, in the second episode or segment, you heard me read about my sister's story, you know, called The Journey. And how she talked about her husband, and how he got sick and, you know, eventually passed away. And when he passed away, we all know where he went. This story I'm about to tell you is a little bit different than that, but the ending is the same. And um, for those of you that know me, when I start talking about this person, you're going to know who he is. That's how much God changed him. But anyway, as I was sitting out there and looking at that picture on, on Facebook, I thought... Okay, God. I opened up my computer, turned it on, put it on notepad, and started typing away. And in a matter of time, I had the story. You know, and uh, of course, the story wasn't quite long enough because being on a radio station... I got to fulfill a certain amount of minutes. So I had to go back on there and, and and retype it and add some more stuff to it. But uh but anyway, this picture was from his brother Dave. Remembering his brother Bill. You know, I think it was uh Picture of of, of memory. You no, know, he was sitting in a. This is Bill. This is this is who Bill was. He was a clown. Oh, was he a clown? I will tell you some a story about him in in a little bit. But he was sitting in a great big old huge log chair that could have probably fit a classroom full of people in it by himself with a big old grin on his face, and that's who he was. But anyway, it was a memory. And what I think Dave was saying, it was around the time when I think he passed away. If I'm not mistaken, I cannot remember exactly when, but it it was a memory of Bill and how he was missed by everybody that was around him and how everybody was thinking of him. And I got to thinking you know like I said last week I talked about my brother-in-law Neil who passed away then it hit me is this what you want me to talk about God the life and times in a way it's about my life story too because we did hang out and we were friends when we were younger but it's about the life and time of Bill and how God changed his life. John 11, 25-26 says, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will live, and those who believe in me will never die. And of course, the scripture that everybody knows is for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him will never die. Romans 6.23 says, Jesus said, he is going to prepare a place for us. He even said, if it wasn't true, He wouldn't tell us it was. He wouldn't tell us about the story. So, as I read those scriptures, I thought, this is where I start Bill's story. When I seen that picture, it made me think, way back in the 80s and 90s when we were young pre-teen to teen to adulthood and how much trouble that we used to get into I guess as I think about it now I guess you could have called us screw-ups we attended Sunday school and goofed around in Sunday school. But of course, Bill, who Bill was, was the clown. He was a class clown, and he was also someone who wanted to be the center of attention. And, yeah, he was that. You know, I... Uh, I'll tell you one of the stories. You know, like I said, this was in the 80s and the 90s. And we were at the age where all we wanted to do was party. That was the lifestyle back then. I, You know, I, I know it still goes on nowadays, but back then, <laughs> it was a lifestyle. We would go down to Lake Michigan. We lived in Michigan, what we called the ovals back then, and just hang out and... Party. And of course, most of us, Bill was one of them, had the craziest 80s style hair do you could ever see. If you go into Google, look up the crazy 80s style hair or the 80s hair bands and see what I'm talking about. If, if you see their hair, picture Bill. That was him. I mean, even church camp. We would uh, go into church, you know, try to do the things that God wanted us to do in church, and uh, come back home and went right back to doing what we were doing. You know, and, and in church us teens, us, you know, most of us, like our brothers of some of our friends and stuff, we all hung out in the last couple of pews. You know, that's where we hung out at. So if we had to sneak out, we could sneak out without disturbing people a whole lot. You know, because uh, Pentecostal churches, you know, you would get up and down and stuff. But uh remember one time when during praise and worship... You know, I don't know how many of you remember, you know, you take a lighter and you open it up. You don't open the, you you let the fumes out into your hand. And then you take that lighter and light it and and open your hands and it just kind of poofs up. Well, one of those days, Bill was goofing around in the back of the church and he did that. And I was sitting in the pew ahead of him. And uh, I was watching him do it. And uh, all of a sudden he did that his hair caught on fire. That's yeah, this is crazy 80s 80s style hair caught on fire. And um, back then there was a show called Benny Hill. Benny Hill would always smack this guy in the front of the head, you know, tap, 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 real fast. And uh, I don't know why he did it, but he always did it. And um, I reached back to put Bill's hair out, you know, doing that tap. You know, I had to do it real hard to kind of tap, 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 tap it out. And all I remember seeing is this big old cloud of smoke <laughs> rising to the ceiling. I mean, you If you were there, you would have died laughing. Everybody that was around us, we all died laughing. And and um, me and well, Bill, t- t- to tell you a little bit about that too, is he kind of reminded everybody of Benny Hill, so we would always Benny Hill him and stuff. But just to watch that smoke, we, we died so, laughing so hard we had to get up and walk on the service. Luckily, it was during uh, praise and worship time. And uh, yeah, I'll never. I I still, as I open, even with my eyes open, I could see that smoke roll into the ceiling. It was so hilarious. So, but anyway, as we got older, you know, we kind of went our separate ways, only to get back together once in a while, and um, now that I look back on it, I think God had his hand in that too, you know, because during those times... That we were separated from each other you know things changed and then once in a while we'd get back together and we like we'd go over to Bill's house he'd grab his guitar oh I forgot to tell you guys he was a good musician and a good singer and um, he would get out and we'd start singing some songs making up songs laughing our heads off You know, like one of these these things, our friend Dennis, who was on here talking about End Times a couple episodes ago. We made up a song for him because at the time he was a mama's boy, so (laughs) we started singing, I'm not mama's boy, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. You know, we just died laughing, singing that song. Bill will come up with that one, of course. But like I said, I think... As uh time went by things did change. You know, if God didn't God didn't put his hand in there, I think we would have never changed. We'd continue to doing the, the things that we were doing, the partying that we were doing. You know, yeah, it took a while for some of us to do to change, but Eventually, we did change. But I think that one of the reasons why God did kind of separate us was he had to work on each of us individually. Together, we could fight them, but apart, we could. You know. And um, as time went by we were further and further apart now we're in our 20s and 30s and 40s and once in a while we'd still see each other but you know it wasn't very often and occasionally occasionally we'd run into each other and talk about the old days but As time went by, it got less and less and less. And one day I ran into Bill at a church his mom and my mom attended. And uh, we talked a bit, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same as it used to be. There was something different. Something was changed. And I think... I think that was the last time we really seen each other. I'm not sure, but I think I may have ran into him a time later at a gas station and we talked for a bit. But, uh, you know, after that, no, we kind of went our separate ways and and never really talked to each other. And, um, you know, I would hear different pieces from my friend Dennis, who would run into him and talk to him once in a while. More than I would, and um, yeah, he would tell me what was going on, or his mom and dad, his mom and dad, or his brother would tell me what was going on with Bill and stuff, but we never really ran into each other. And then one day, I was in his neck of the woods, you know, where around where he lived, and I seen him at a gas station, and uh, he couldn't talk long. Because he was on his way to hang out with the youth at his church. And I will talk about them youth a little bit later on. You know, it's nothing that uh, you wouldn't expect from Bill. But I'll talk about them youth a little bit later on. And then I found out he was attending a Bible-believing, god in church. He wanted to be away from the church that his mother and family attended because he wanted to do things on his own. You know. I I don't know if it was the rebellious teenager working in him still or or what it was, but uh, I would always hear how his from his mom saying how good he's doing and you know and how the Lord's really touching him and blessing him and how how the kids there at the church were really R- really loved him. And I mean, he was on the praise team there. And and whenever the doors were open, I guess, he was always there. And uh, one day, he was um, at a... I believe it was a day coloris service. I didn't find this part out until after his funeral. And... Uh, but anyway, at, at the declorus meeting, there were the pra- he was up there with the praise praise team praising the Lord. And during the funeral the pastor told us that what had happened was the spirit, the Holy Spirit started moving during that praise service. And he said, Bill kept running around telling everybody, I really feel the Lord moving. I really feel the Lord moving. And, you know, he kept praising the Lord and stuff, and I guess when he was doing that, he had a heart attack. And uh, when they finally figured out he had a heart attack, is um, the whole church started praying for him while they were doing CPR on him. I guess I'm not really sure exactly how it was, but um, they started praying for him. But um, he didn't make it. He passed away right there at, during the church service. And. When we went to the funeral, you know, I was expecting his parents and his brothers and them to be pretty sad, which, you know, they were sad, but they said, you know, he died doing what he loved. And I thought, wow. He died doing what he loved. He went out, went from one world to another world, praising the Lord. You know, at the funeral, the reason, what I was going to tell you about the youth there is, is the reason why I knew he was doing good and stuff is because all the youth got up and te- gave a testimony about how Bill touched them, how they loved him. And I thought, yeah, he loved people. He did love people. Oh, he had a very sincere heart towards people and stuff. I thought, wow, that was Bill. The Bill I knew wasn't that way. And like I said, I thought, Wow. That's the way I want to go out. When he went out he was praising the Lord and he stepped right into heaven praising the Lord. Didn't even miss a beat. I'm sure he still had his guitar or bass or whatever he was playing at the time. Praising the Lord. Went from earth to heaven praising the Lord. Yeah, I'm sure he may have thought about people down here on earth for like a split second but I don't think it was very long you know even at at his service they hit an altar call I don't remember if people went forward or not I cannot remember I mean you know at this time There was tears flowing. But I thought that's the way I want to go out. I want to go out rejoicing. I don't want to be sad. I don't want my family to be sad. I want them to know that I'm in a better place. So when I think about it, when I look back at it, I really think... God really changed his life. And then it came to me too saying, aren't we supposed to be the light of the world? Aren't we supposed to let our light shine in this dark world? That's what Bill did. He went from living in the darkness to sharing his light, light with the youth, light with everybody there at that church. I mean, I can't, I can't explain to you. You would have to know, Bill, in order for me to, to, to really say, wow, wow. How? I can't understand this. But it's God. You know, while we're here on this earth, we need to be that light. And Bill was, especially now in these troubled times. That's the main reason why I started this podcast. I've always stated, if I could help just one then my, my podcast, well, God's podcast, was a major success. And that's what he did. Even if it helped me and my wife as well, it's a success. And so far, this podcast has helped me and my wife. You know, like Bill was all the way to his death and even... Even now, this many years later, he's still touching lives. That's how I want to be. I want to be that light. When people look at me, I want them to see Jesus in me. You know, it's not going to be easy. I know that it hasn't been easy. I've been struggling for years But when I really started doing this podcast and really started making that commitment to do it, boy, it's not easy. Like I've said, when you're doing what God wants, the devil hits you with everything in his arsenal. He uses every trick, every trade he has to try to keep you from serving Jesus and helping others. So I would encourage everybody that's listening get into church. Get into a church that teaches the Bible, that has people there who will help you. Not put you in a gossip group. Not a church that's a money church. Name it, proclaim it. Church. But a church that's filled with the Holy Spirit. The road's going to be difficult. But in the end... The reward is greater. Just ask them. When you make it to heaven, ask them. You won't need to ask them. Because you'll know. Jesus went to prepare a place for us. Just imagine. Close your eyes and imagine. Streets of gold. A mansion built just for you. A place where there is no more sorrow, no more pain, no more hatred, no more sickness. A place where everybody is just praising Jesus. You'll never be thirsty because you'll be drinking from the living water. Think about a place of love, compared to the alternative, hell. You know, imagine this. Hell is a place where pain will be forever. Imagine having the worst, worst pain you've ever had, but only a hundred times worse or a million times worse. You know, you'll hear constant crying and screaming. Grinding of teeth. The screaming will never stop. The grinding will never stop. It's grinding because there's so much pain that you... You're grinding your teeth because you're in so much pain. you'll always be thirsty because there's no water to quench it. You know, now that I think about it, i kind of jealous of Bill. You know, even though we're not supposed to be jealous of anyone, but not in a bad way. If I can say that, but in the way that he is rejoicing and praising God in his own man, mansion even <laughs> you know while you're listening to this podcast whether it be at home work if you're driving down the road pull over and ask ask yourself this know I, I want you to pull over because I don't want you to get into an accident or hurt anybody else or or not have that opportunity that time to do this but pull over and ask yourself am I going to happen A- am I ready what if Jesus calls me home today Will I be dancing in glory or crying in hell? If it's the later, then I pray to God. I would pray to God. How do I do that when I pray to God? What do I ask Him? Ask Him for forgiveness. Repent of your sins. Repent means turning away from your sins. I'm not going to say this is an easy road. It's not gonna be an easy road. But God allows us to repent over and over again. And ask Jesus into your heart. And become your Lord and Savior. Once you do that, ask for help. Ask for somebody to help you to find a Bible-believing church. Then, tell others about it. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Some of your friends might not want to hang around you anymore, but oh well, you'll make new friends, better friends, some that are going to help you when you stumble and fall. Tell everybody about, tell the world about the good news that you accepted Jesus into your life. And if you do, your life will be so much better. Remember Bill. God could change Bill. Bill was considered a screw-up. We were considered screw ups. All of us were. All of us teens were. We went to youth camp, come back praising the Lord, and everybody would say, oh it would never last. It would never last. It never did. You know, I'm not, instead of telling people that kind of stuff, find people that's gonna help you lift you up. Be an encouragement. You know, finding a church is going to be a hard thing, too, because there's a lot of different churches out there. If you do make a commitment to Jesus, to give your life to Jesus, to turn from your sins and accept Him as your Lord and Savior, tell us so that we can play it on our next episode so we can tell everybody the good news so we can help you spread the good news. If we help one Our job is done. But me being greedy, I want more. I don't want to stop at one. I want to stop when God wants me to stop. But like I said, get a hold of us on our podcast. Tell us. Go to our website, Give, send us an email, godsamazinggracepodcast.com. Let us know. Message us. Let us know that you've accepted Jesus as your Savior. Reach out. And then turn around and reach out and touch others. Be that light that I've talked about. You know that was what what Bill was when he when he got into a church, a God fearing, Bible believing church. He was a light to the, those youth, and those youth looked up to him. And just think about how many lives he touched during his time on earth, and even after his death. Look at Billy Graham. Billy Graham, one of the biggest ministers there was. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that he touched. And even after his death, when he was in his 90s, he's still touching people. His family's touching people. And think about how many people that he touched, That were saved under his, his, every message he ever gave was an altar call. An altar call to salvation. Just think about how many lives he touched. You never know. With your light shining, you could be that next Billy Graham. You know, Lord, if there is anybody out there that has said that prayer, that has confessed to you to be their Lord and Savior, reach down upon their lives and touch them. But even those that were once saved and have kind of turned their backs on you, Lord, let them come back to you. Open their eyes. They may not have a chance again. Like my friend Bill, who had that chance. And he made it worth his while. And now he's up there in heaven praising you. Let us be that light, Lord. Help us to find that right church, that Bible-believing, God-fearing church, and to be a light, to get involved, to help others, to increase the kingdom. Lord, for everybody that is listening to this podcast, Reach down right now and touch them. Whether they need a healing in their body, or they need salvation, or they're contemplating suicide, send your Holy Spirit down to them right now and touch their lives. Open their eyes so that they can see you. Open their ears so that they can hear you. And when they speak, touch their mouth so that they speak of you. When people see you, us, let us be your light. Let us be your vessel. Let people be touched by the way we walk, the way we talk, and the way we live. And let them inquire and want you more. Lord, I ask in your name. Amen and amen. Don't forget to tell us. Tell us the good news. That Satan lost another one. Your name is now written in the Lamb's Book of Life. or he's going to open up those pearly gates and say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter in. Oh, by the way, your mansion's just right over there. When you're walking down those streets of gold, message us, you know, you can go into Spotify and there's a spot where you can message us, where you can um, let us know how we helped you and touched you, how Jesus helped you and touched you. If you go through God's God Amazing Grace dot com, www.godamazinggrace.com, email us. Sign up for our emails. We're working on going to have a, a, a newsletter type thing in the near future. And when you go in there, like I said, on those, 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 three lines in the upper right hand corner you can review review us so it helps to get more people so we can get the word out to more people you know share share with everybody you can listen to our podcast You know, I want to make this to where eventually I want to be. (laughs) An everyday podcast. I think that's where God's leading us to eventually. It may take a while, but that's where he's going. You know, remember that there's the store. You can click on the store and go into the store. And... That's, oh no, remember, remember to let your light shine in the world of darkness. Light the ways so others may see you. God bless you, and I will see you all on the next episode of God's Amazing Grace. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Apple, Google, Spotify, SND. Many more. See you next time. This is God's Amazing Grace Podcast. With Sean.